Welcome, welcome, welcome again, Sports Memory. This is Brandon and Marcus here for another post-draft podcast. There is so much to talk about. Whether you, you know, we're going to cover Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, new Ravens tackle calling shots at his former team. We're going to talk some Super Bowl odds. We're going to talk some offensive and defensive rookie of the year. And it's never too early to start talking 2022 mock drafts. And I know Marcus is all over some quarterbacks there already for next year. Quarterbacks, nothing else. But um, I'm not going to say nothing else. But but quarterbacks, just like most drafts, are going to highlight it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that first, dude. But. What do you think about this shit brewing with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, it was the lead topic when we talked a few days ago. It's not going away anytime soon. So put your prediction hat on. What the hell is going to go on with Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers? So um, are, are, I know you're going to be ready for it, but I'm going to ask anyway. Are you ready for an unpopular opinion? Of course. You know, I live on bad takes. The, the Broncos made out. With Jawan James hurting himself off the field, and it, it, and it sucks. Like 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 in a personal a- aspect, it sucks for him. But for Denver, you just saved ten million against the cap this year, and you saved all the cap next year. So guess what? You just opened up a lot of money for Aaron Rodgers to come in. So, with that being said, um, of his three possible um, requested uh, destinations, Den- Denver, it, it's a hundred percent. So. Yeah, I mean, you so um, you have Favre, who you know Favre loves to see his name in the headline. So I think he was on like a half a dozen radio shows today, <laughs> just saying he's done. You know, I, I've I've talked to him, I've exchanged text messages with him. Favre's pumping out that it's done. John Clayton on CBS Pittsburgh, um, I, I listened to that interview, and he thinks Aaron Rodgers are, is done. I believe John Clayton way more than I uh, believe Brett Favre. <laughs> But it's getting to a point to where this almost seems inevitable. See, um, see I, I'm actually happy that you said that because um, Favre and Rogers never actually had a relationship, and they started building one maybe after Favre's retirement. But but they, they don't have a relationship; they never will. But all signs are leading to um, say drama queen if you want. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you. I'm not going to agree with you. You know, take your opinions on them, but. Uh, I, there's no way he wants to be there. You know? I mean, yeah. I, the, the, so I think Aaron Rodgers is a douchebag. I think he's a drama uh, queen. That doesn't not make him, you know, MVP caliber, future Hall of Famer dude, right? Like, um, look at Tom Brady. Look at Michael Jordan. You know, look look at all of the some of the all the greats. LeBron James. They're all kind of douches. You know, you gotta gotta have that um, to be that. <laughs> Now, 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 not to be too much of a jackass, but but I, I think it's fair to say if you have the rings, you can be like whatever you want to be. Exactly, you can yeah. say and do what you want. You have the ring, but he only has one ring. but yep. but, but he has one, and not many do. So let's live in this hypothetical world that you want to build. Um, that he goes to Denver. Is Denver? the team to beat then is is the is denver better suited to win than the green bay packers are um a, a thousand percent 
A th- thousand percent. Uh, Denver has actually a, st- a solid defense. Um, plenty of playmakers, and I, uh, you know, they got a great secondary. You know, they, they they don't quite have you know Von Miller coming off the edge anymore, uh, but they have an elite secondary, and they have weapons. I mean, they 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 have they have Jerry Judy, they have Noah Fant, they have Cortland Sutton. Who's the running back they just took? Um, they took one of the one of the running backs. I, I don't remember which one it was. Are, are, are you um, talking about the draft here? Yeah, um, um, pretty much. No, Javonta Williams. Did they take Javonta Williams from North Carolina? Yeah, yep. And, yeah, in the second round. So, so they they have pieces, but um, yeah. When when you look at Green Bay, no one knew who the hell Devontae Adams was. Yeah, <laughs> like no one knew who his Aaron Jones was. Um, Aaron Rodgers will make those pieces better, and when you already have a solid like solid defense, solid front on both sides. Um, that there are legit contenders in the West, but I don't West, think they're legit contenders. I think they become the best team in the AFC. I think I think they leapfrog Kansas City because I think they have a better defense at Kansas City, and I think they have better weapons. I think Mahomes is slightly better, but I mean, I think Broncos immediately become the best team with Aaron. See, Rodgers. see, I see. I think they're second in the West, and I think they are third in all. And I and I think with the Rodgers there, um, Denver's the fourth. third best team and the chiefs are the fourth best and right now one a one b is you know me dolphins and chargers baby um really tua and herbert yeah those are my teams and um and and once again they both did fantastic in the draft they Um, really did i I, love what the chargers did you you have to um as far as the whole offseason goes and not to get too off topic which we are um, <laughs> it's our show. We can do whatever it, we want to do. It's, it's, it's so hard not to. You you want to stay on topic, but man, it's, it, you can get on tangents. But right now, for me, Chargers and Dolphins are one A and one B in the in the AFC. That, probably that's a, that's a fucking take. I thought my take of the Broncos with Rodgers was going to be the best. You're calling them <laughs> fourth. That's cr- oh, I love you. I love you. That is such a fucking take. Um, but that that's what we do here. That's what we do here. So, um, so all we're hearing is Broncos, 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 Broncos. Who else? Because I heard the Raiders don't have the cap. Are any other teams right now being linked to Aaron Rodgers? Because all I'm hearing is Broncos. Um, I, I think it was what Broncos, Raiders, and um, it was it was someone pretty uh, Niners, Niners, and yep. the Niners, the Niners. They uh, they reached out for a play. It won't happen. Um, I don't think it's going to happen, and no matter what, truthfully, there's no chance in hell you can gamble your entire future on a shitty quarterback, which they did, and then gamble all that on a quarterback that's going to be there for what two, three years. So, um, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at over the cap right now. Broncos have the second most cap, so that that's that's obvious. Here's some of the other teams. Jaguars, they're they're not going to. Jets, they're not going to. Bengals, they're not. You know your team? The Indianapolis Colts have $24 million that they could go out. I know they just went out and got Carson, but, I mean, could could the Colts come into play? I, I don't see it. I really you don't. You don't see it? No, I, um, because the Colts are – they're actually like a, like a solid Midwest team, very comparable to like Chicago. Uh, they, they really don't want like no nonsense, no drama. They they don't want attention on them unless they're like in the hunt. 
And the, the only other team then is the Lions. Every, nobody else, nobody else that has cap would be looking to get a quarterback. So it's it's basically Broncos, Colts, Lions. That's it. That's the only people that can afford Aaron Rodgers. And so so basically, it really narrows down to the Colts. Yeah. Um. And 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 that's really it. And and honestly, the Colts make too much sense. And thank you, Jawan James. It's actually a blessing in disguise. If, yep. if, 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 if I'm not, if I'm an Indianapolis or a Denver fan, so yeah. uh, it's it's pretty impactful. So, I, so we're, we're we're both diehard Steelers fans. Um, Forever. Could you could you imagine if the Steelers didn't go out and get Ben? They would have all the money to go out and get Rodgers. Obviously, that's revisionist history, um, and and we can't go back in time. But if we if we don't bring back Ben. We have enough room to go get out. So if if we yeah if, if we don't bring him back, but if we never had been, then what we have one Super Bowl instead of two, right? Um, it, it it's kind of you know it's kind of like the uh, um what what everyone's talking about right now with ESPN with uh, Brady and uh, Eli Manning. You seen that? I haven't. No, no. What's going on there? All right, all right. So um um Tom Brady's like yeah, I, I, obviously I'd give up two Super Bowls to have the undefeated season. Mm-hmm. Which, which means he technically gave up one Super Bowl, so that really means shit. So, um, so Eli Manning um, and his super intelligent and like super um, comprehensible uh, responses were no, and he just responded. <laughs> his response was no or none or no. Yeah, um, that's but, funny. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you need Super Bowls. Yeah. Well, let's let's keep it in Pittsburgh because they're making they're making headlines. Thank you. Um, one thing we didn't cover, which I don't know how we didn't cover it on, on the other day's podcast, is your boy. The guy you have been touting to Pittsburgh for, I don't know, ever since the season ended. Najee Harris. What, what are your thoughts? You, I know you love the pick. What you know? What, what's your crystal ball? Is he is he in consideration for rookie of the year? Does does this make them a playoff team? Like, tell me, tell me what you're seeing with uh, with a new running back in town in Pittsburgh. I, I so I'm not gonna lie. Going into the season, Travis Etienne was my guy. Um, he is is so ridiculously explosive and a game changer. So, um, and and that's why in our last pod I gave uh, Jacksonville such a um, Great grade. Um, Najee Harris is he, he's a Pittsburgh guy, and if you haven't heard um, of what he did, like you know, draft day. Um, are you familiar? You have to be familiar. Of course, I watch yeah. it every year. Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, homeless kid. You know, all the great stories. Um, our kind of guy, kind of the guy that we want to root for. Um, blue collar, blue yeah. collar, helping help helping out the community. Fit right yeah. in. He, right beyond fantastic, like like there, there there's nothing you could say bad about the kid, uh, but he's also a six two two thirty guy that can run and leap and catch and do everything. Oh, like, we've like, seen his leaps. We've seen he, his leaps. He, he is a great Le'Veon Bell. Um, to be honest with you, I I have such high expectations, and 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 op, you know they have the um, our Pitt Steelers fans have the offensive line argument but you can find offensive linemen um in every single round they you better find, they, they better they better but but what i will say is where we we struggled most and we where we have struggled in the last two or three years is uh third and short fourth and short 
And guess what? He will not struggle third and short, third and short, and fourth and short. He's gonna fucking pound it home, and he's gonna he's gonna give us options as a team. So um, for those that uh, those of you that are listening, yeah, guess what? We're Steelers home base, but uh, so you have to deal with this. But he will provide the Steelers with the element that have been missing. But um, a great pick. I, I, I'll never. I'd love it. I'm I'm getting his jersey straight from China. So uh, the, the big question. Does this make the Steelers a playoff team? We're, talk, we're talking team futures here in a little bit. Does this move the needle enough offensively? Um, do you want a homer pick or do you want a, a, a better's pick? No. I Well, you're a homer and a better, so I think they're, they're pretty synonymous. So uh, – Fortunately, in this case, um, I think it's actually going to be the exact same. Yes, uh, they will be a. Um, a th- they're going to definitely be a playoff team. Th- the defense will come along, and and truthfully, thank you, Stephen Nelson, for being a little. Can I say cunt on this on this channel? Yeah, uh, you, you can say whatever you want. Per, per, th- thanks, Stephen Nelson, for being a cunt. You're overpaid and you are trash. Thank yes. you for giving our boy number twenty-two. It's going to look so much better with Harris on the back <laughs> on, on the back instead of overrated in the back. Yeah, um, um, yeah they're they're definitely a playoff team, man. Um, li- little changes, yeah. They, you know, they, they might not have Pouncey the big name and Villanueva the big name with two Pro Bowls, but oh, what a piece yeah. of shit. We'll talk about him next. Oh, um, I, I was I was going to lead into, but yeah. Uh, but two guys that also – it was more of the name instead of the performance, right? Um, you know, so it's not as big of like a, a steep cliff that the drop-off from the offensive line comes. Um, so, you know, if, if you're going to be in a shitty spot because you, th- th- there's no – there's there is absolutely no way the Steelers would have been elite on the front line because even DeCastro is, you know, fading down. You know, he's getting later. You just have a fucking mauler down there, a, a playmaker. So yeah, so he, so yeah, he elevates that, and in, in a short sense, he he elevates it. Yeah, I mean, so again, um, we're Steeler fans, so we're going to make this a Steeler centric pod. I love our interior line. I think the Castro, uh, Kendrick Green, our draft pick out of Illinois, and uh, uh, Kevin Dotson. That that's a mauling front three. Right there. I don't think we have NFL caliber tackles right now. Um, but again, what what do we always say? In Colbert, we trust, right? You have to. Yeah. I mean, again, he, his track record is just too good. And and I was down on the Harris pick, but I'm I'm coming around to it, kind of like everyone does post draft. Everyone talks themselves into <laughs> their team making making yeah, the right yeah. selections. Um, and honestly, it we need. As soon as Ben leaves, we're going to be a bottom tier team. Offensive line helps us cap. Or offensive line does not help capitalize Ben's window. Najee Harris helps capitalize Ben's window. Um, so I think it was a short term, short sighted pick. But he makes us the most competitive next year, which is what we need. Yeah. So because because who gives a shit if we have good offensive line play in twenty twenty four? Doesn't matter. It's not going to matter. If, 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 you, if you have running backs that will not separate or, or give the ability to pass out of the backfield, that, then you're still one dimensional. Like, you, like you're one dimensional. Yep. So. Yeah. So let's let's stick with the stick with the Steelers. 
Uh, what did you think about Al Villanueva taking a shot at Juju, saying he's happy to be on a run-focused team that isn't about diva wide receivers um, more focused on TikToks? Um, mm. what, uh, what did you think of that guy? I'm not going to lie. I was really hoping that you were uh, not going to ask me that. And for those of you that are still here and listening, you're fucking welcome. So I, I what? Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. I'm not. I can't. I'm, I, I, I okay. can't say it. Al, Al, I'm happy for your service. We're a better team without you. Honestly, your story is a better than how your actually play was. You were always overrated. You were a big body. Ben's release got, you know, Ben's quick release, Ben's pocket presence got you to those Pro Bowls um, to shit where you just were at um, just kind of speaks to how kind of a shitty person you are. Um, again, I, I have all the respect for all the all the service members that, you know, put in, put their lives on the line. So I don't want to disrespect his veteranship but i do want to disrespect him and what he just said and i think he will actually regret that because with first time he comes into heinz field he is going to get booed out of that place and tj watt is going to put him in the fucking dryer he is going to put that guy on fucking spin cycle and break fucking lamar's neck see you know no matter what bad shit people say about you I'm always going to love you because you're going to save what I was about to say. <laughs> so thank you. So thank you. As soon as we cut, I'm going to tell you what I was going to say. All right. But, but, but I will always uh, love you and respect you for that one. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> since, since we're covering sensitive subjects, uh, and I know you're a guy who loves happy endings, um, what do you think about yes, Schefter? <laughs> Let's, uh, what do you think about Schefter saying to Sean Watson, Done. No 2021. Um, I know we were exchanging some texts today, and you think it's at least going to be eight games, uh, maybe eight games reduced to six. Um, do you think we could really see an NFL season without Deshaun Watson? Um, without a doubt, 100%. I, th- I think it all comes down to how how this kind of plays out, right? Um, um, right now, obviously, it looks terrible, and if you're if any common sense, it is terrible. But in the court of law, it, 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 however it plays out there is going to make all the difference in the world. I think in the absolute best-case scenario for Deshaun Watson, I think you are looking at he gets – he's going to lose tens of millions of dollars in his uh, getting cleared um, criminally, but he will uh, – for the uh, the NFL's uh, player conduct, he's going to still lose some games. So at the absolute bare minimum, if he is the luckiest person in the world, six games, eight games. I'll, I'll stick with eight at the luckiest, but very highly likely um, uh, one season and a, and a new team in 2022. So I'm not going to compare these crimes because they're all equally horrible. Kareem Hunt, eight games. Ben Roethlisberger, four games. Again, you know Ray Rice did get suspended for the whole year, um, but I mean you 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 can go through. Um, so, but you can go through and and see that, you know. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he gets hit as hard as you and some of the others on on the podcast and on the page think he gets hit. I think it's a six game reduced to four 
Um, and again, he uh, he's going to lose all his endorsements and and you know, but again, I I, I don't know. This thing's too quiet. Um, I miss Schefter saying that it was uh, it was our honorable leader uh, Drew Forbes who just fired off a fire meme with Aaron Rodgers. So if you haven't seen that, um, go check that out. You will. Uh, but um, but yeah. So um, the, I think the big question, the more fun question. Is uh, for teams in keeper league. So you, I don't think you you uh, chimed in on that. Oh, um, do you do you think he's worth a stash? Um, I I think it depends on how many people in your league, how many players you have on your roster. Um, I think um, so. So what? Our, our keepers fourteen teams, right? Fourteen teams with fifteen slots. Yeah, I think uh, I think you'd be an asshole, especially if you. You know, if you're an Indiana fan, if you ever like wanted to keep uh, Watson on your team, but truthfully, um, other than being an asshole Indiana fan, I think that um, Watson is your last pick. If he's sitting there, how do you not? Absolutely. I mean, I, I said it. I said it in the chat. I'll say it on this 13, podcast. 13, 11, 9, 7. Easy. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, and, and you have him for a half a decade, um, which he, he will still play. What was he, 30? I don't know how he's got to be 29, 30 years old. He still has half a decade. Is he is he even that old? He's not even 25, pal. He's no. on his rookie he's on his rookie contract. It's like at the end of his rookie contract. Yeah, he like, is 25. I'm an idiot. Yeah. He's 25 years old. He was born yeah. in 1995. That's wild. So he'll he'll be 26 this year. Um oh yeah. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, if you can grab Watson late. That's uh that's that's the home run. Um all right, let's let's keep it with fantasy. Um, what we didn't talk about is fantasy impact from this draft. Um, I don't think it was quite as heavy with with star talent as it was last year, but I still think there are tons of players. So, who who are some of the guys that you're like you'll be watching um, in the draft that uh, in, in your upcoming fantasy draft here in you know three fucking months. Yeah, but well, as long as twelve people don't listen to this, um, truth, truthfully, there, there's only a few. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, starting from day one, quarterback, uh, has to go late. Um, he's gonna have plenty of turnovers, but uh, score points. Uh, the best number is out of all of the fucking rookies, Cal Pitts, Pitts out uh, of Atlanta. Yeah, um, um, he, he he could legit be uh, tight end too, and he could be someone that's sitting in the uh, third, fourth round. And, and, and as well as we know, um, you, you I think he's even, top five round, no doubt. He's top yeah, five round, no doubt. Yeah, he, he, he has to be um, because if you're going to have a tight end that's going to put up those numbers, and you're not going to draft a tight end at four if you're not going to send him the fucking ball. Um, and for me, uh, the certainty other than that, Najee Harris, man. Um, and it, he's getting touches. He is the. So is, is he a first round? Running back, I think he's got to be late first round if you're in a deep – if you're in a 12-14 team draft, I think I, he, I, he's got to be. I, I, I think no matter what um, um, – I, I think no matter how many people are in your draft, it, 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 I think it's a crime if he's outside of the top two rounds. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. If, if you have a rookie drafted in the first round who is the number one back – uh, especially with a team that has a history of getting the ball to their number one back, um, it has to be a first second round pick. Yeah, yeah, with without a doubt, 
There's a guy that I have circled, and it was based on your comparison during the uh, during the our last our last podcast. Devonta Smith just getting deep balls from Jalen Hurts up the seam. Um, your Deshaun Watson comp was spot freaking on. I think Devonta Smith literally will he'll have weeks where he puts up Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean. Deshaun the, Jackson, the, right. the, the, the good Deshaun, the, the right. better Deshaun, the, the non-massage Deshaun. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be some weeks that Devonta Smith may only get you two or three points, but I think he's going to have, you know, multiple 20, 30-point performances. He, he's he's going to have disgusting days, especially, especially in that division, man. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yep. For, for uh, sure. So Devonta Smith is someone I have written all over. Um, and then – what do you what do you think about at the end? Um, James Robinson was able to thrive under under that uh, with that team. Obviously, different coach. Who knows how how focused the running is going to be in that in that? But uh, where does at the end fall? Because I know you love him. Um, so where do you think he falls? Do you think he's a first two round guy? Is he is he more third or fourth round? Where where do you see at the end coming in? Um, it, it, for me, I think he should be in the. Like um, five six range for our for our style, um, you know. Whenever you lose two rounds uh, for your pick, yeah, um, he's so much better than James Robinson, and and I, and I really do think that James Robinson uh, benefited from um, a lack of other talent because remember, um, um, what the hell is his face? Uh, DJ Chark was hurt for most of the season. Um, I, f- I forgot his name because just like um, the other first, my other first seven round picks, they were, they, <laughs> they were all injured. So, uh, so, so he definitely benefited from there, but uh, super talented. Um, um, if Travis Etienne falls outside of the top, I would say five or six rounds, I think you're getting a great value. Oh God. Yes. Absolutely. Um, because he he they they're trade they have him in the first round for a reason. He's gonna be getting the ball. Like <laughs> he's am, getting the ball. So am I overhyping his connection with Lawrence too? I mean no, you're, no, 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 you're not. And and if you think for one second that uh Lawrence in the back of his head doesn't remember throwing uh swing and screen passes to ETN that carried them two wins. Um, ETN won multiple games for Clemson for it, yep. it, it, and he also won multiple games for that amazing Clemson team in 2019. Um, he is that good. Um, he is a playmaker. He's a difference maker. And I'm not gonna lie. If, if someone sprung for him in the th- like second or third round, I, I, I wouldn't be upset at him. He, he is that good. He, he is that explosive. He's that talented and versatile. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think he has 30 to 30 to 50 range. So like you, like you said, right into that third to fifth round. I think I think he's a little too just cuz you don't know what that offense is going to be to take him in the second round. Um but again, I could see him go as high as third. If he slips out of the fifth, that's criminal. It's so, absolutely criminal. So, so so for me, if you're looking at um like like our our style for keeper, um you know, if you're looking at the end of like mid end of the second and you you're kind of torn, like, yeah, it might be a stretch, but he's not going to be sitting there when you come back to your next pick. So exactly. Um, so, so, so he's definitely one of those tweener picks. Um, so, you, but he's but he's so explosive and dynamic, man. He he is he's he's been amazing to watch, and he's going to do great things in Jacksonville. Hundred percent, hundred percent. 
so la- that's that's it. Any other rookies you want to cover? I think Waddle is kind of is going to be kind of buried um, a little bit there in the depth chart. Um, I think Jamar Chase has a chance to put up numbers. Um, I think, but I think he probably gets a little overvalued, honestly. Um, um, no, he, he's definitely going to be overvalued. Um, I, th- I think as far as are you, are you talking about like um, at, like like accolades, like r- rookie of the year kind of things go? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So defensive rookie of the year. Um, I fucking I like I hate it, but some like every once in a while, Baltimore just finds a gem, and I'm I'm not gonna I don't want to say that like um, OA from Penn State, J- Jason OA is like he's gonna be rookie of the year, but goddamn is he good? But 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 I one thing I will say is he will be in the top ten. You know, and it might not sound like much, but he will be in the top 10 of rookie of the year. But for me, as of right now, I have to lean Micah Parsons. Um, like of course, he's, like, he's your boy. For He's, he's, your, he's your Penn State guy. Um, he, he, he is my boy. He, he fell right into the right spot, um, and he's going to be playing all over the place. So um, even though he's an inside linebacker, uh, Micah Parsons you'll be seeing will be playing a little more um, – um, a little more rover, which is kind of like outside linebacker, um, strong safety, someone who can cover the blitz, like kind of do a little bit of everything. So um, My- Micah Parsons, I think he is going to be your rookie of the year. And um, So I, I, I love I love your – so, again, we're 30 minutes into this freaking show, and somehow we haven't talked <laughs> gambling yet. Normally that's all you and I can talk about. So let's, let's jump into our gambling uh, – conversation here as we're as we're 30 minutes into this thing um i love your jason away uh, uh especially at the value he plays edge rusher for a team that knows that plays defense um in a, in a division that honestly doesn't have great offensive lines i mean you're looking at pittsburgh you're looking at cincinnati um <laughs> Ten, 10 sacks from him could be uh, defensive rookie of the year so and it's plus 2000 so i love that but the guy I like more, um, and you're not going to get quite as high a value, is in the same division. But I like I like your dude from uh, Notre Dame, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, uh, <laughs> at plus fourteen hundred, which is fifteen to one. I think he just dominates and covers the middle. He's honestly what the Browns have been missing. Um, he adds that the Browns have a decent secondary. They have one of the best front fours. What they really needed is that hybrid sideline to sideline linebacker. And that's exactly what he gives. You know, if he has, you know, a cup, you know, a handful of interceptions, you know, a couple forced fumbles a, uh, and, and a, just a handful of sacks, if he just accumulates a whole bunch of stats, I love him at 15 to one to win, to win defense of the year. Um, it's worth ten dollars to win one hundred and fifty in my it, mind. It, 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 de- it definitely kind of sucks to be like, man, two teams that we had to fucking play twice a year and that we hate all forever um, have two of the potential defense rookies of the year. Uh, yep. but p- t- p- potentials in our eyes, but man, uh, it sucks. But no, is what it is. They both did well, um, top yep. to bottom, and it pains me to my stomach. But you, you, you are right there that uh, Micah Parsons, again, he's, he's leading the book right now at plus 400. That's still five to one, guys. Um, you know, you, you lay 100 bucks down to win 500. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he, there's no one really close to him. I mean, Jalen Phillips is eight to one. 
Um, but again, Micah Parsons is the clear cut winner for defensive uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, I, 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 truthfully, if you're looking at here at the top, uh, Sertan, I, I think that's a terrible value because just because of the quarterbacks in the division, um, Jamin Davis, terrible pick. Quiddy Pay, he, he's going to be rotating. Um, Saving Collins, maybe uh, there might be good value there, but uh, the, they do have plenty of playmakers, but they're going to be giving up a lot of points. So um, if, if you're looking here at the top 12, uh, I, I, really, I, I do like – uh, a Wusu. Yeah, Wusu more and, and you're, <laughs> you're Jason away. I mean, at 21 to 1 odds. Um, I mean, that's just fantastic. Fantastic I'm a, I'm a, value there. I'm a value player, you know, like that. Absolutely. All right, let's jump into the offensive side of the ball um, because, again, we're Pittsburgh guys. I know we are circling Najee Harris at 11 to 1 odds. Is is has there ever been a plus one thousand slam dunk? Because I think it is. Um, um, I, I I think it really comes down to Trevor Lawrence's performance, and and unfortunately, in his case, he doesn't have to be exceptional. He really doesn't yep. have to be good. Um, barring because I do hate most of the other names in the top of the list. Barring Justin Fields, um, I'm going to be so high on the guy forever. Um, barring him not like, – like if he doesn't start for the first even four games, then you can cut him out. Um, you had, I, I think your best value pick – you have two value picks in my opinion, and it's going to be Najee and Kyle Pitts. And, and th- those are your two um, money-making picks at what uh, plus uh, t- 10 and 11 to 1. So I love running back quarterbacks and running backs are who win this award. I, I don't love wide receivers and tight ends. If we're looking at just value, something that, you know, you listeners, you want to throw 10 bucks to. Um, honestly, I think Zach Wilson and the Jets are going to run the ball a lot. I like Michael Carter at 34 to one. Um, uh, you know, same with Javonta Williams. We, we kicked this thing off with Bronco talk. You know, Aaron Jones played MVP caliber football, right? So Javonta Williams is going to be RB1 in Denver. So, and I think Javonta Williams is probably a whole um, heck of a lot so, talent, so, more talented yeah. than Aaron Jones. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Melvin's still sitting out there, but but I, I think Javonta is, not to be a dick and interrupt you Newman style, but, but I, I'm – I'm agreeing with you, but I'm also just throwing a little shade because he's not yeah. number. He's not RB one yet, but he he damn well could be, even though the, I think he's bum. Oh, and, and so again, sticking with running backs, Etienne is also twenty five, uh, twenty six to one. But if there's going to be a Jaguar, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. A, a million percent. Yeah, million percent. at the end, you can just pretty much cross off. Um, so on, on any odds there. So I, I guess like between you and me, so Kadarius Tony, you know. Like we all have like varying opinions. I hate him. Uh, and, and and we we kind of made fun of the the Giants of drafting him, even though that technically they made a good deal because they snagged an extra pick. But but Urban Meyer was like, um, Tony was our pick. He so so in their eyes, it was going to be Tony, not Etn, and Etn was gone. So 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 does that does that give you like any more juice towards Tony at fucking thirty three to one? No, that makes me just think that their uh, GMs are even just—they continue just to be really stupid. So, 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 so basically, what you're saying is, if 
someone were to put a hundred dollars at Kadarius Tony to be offensive rookie of the year at thirty three to one, they would win. Actually, they'd lose a hundred bucks. <laughs> yes, I would say. Wait, congratulations to your bookie because he just got a donation. Yeah, uh, um, he's uh, pumped. So there's um, a few win totals out early. We we know those shift um, after the draft, and there were a few here that I I think are no brainers. Um, I know you said you hate season long ones, but did you see the 49ers at 10 and a, the over under at 10 and a half? If, I don't, if, I don't think the 49ers win five games. I, 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 they will win five games, but I did not see 10 and a half. I, so I just hate waiting that long for that type of value. Yeah. Um, just, so yeah, if you, if you go to, if you go to team totals um, on on DraftKings, I, I, I'm, I'm, sc- I'm scrolling right now. Yeah, ten, ten and, and a half. half. Um, yeah. All right, guys. I I cannot personally advise you to bet a shitload of money. So for me, I, for me, it just comes down to if I'm going to bet money, I want I want like t- return versus time, right? Um, and for me, in this case, it's a lock. It's minus one fifty. They're not going to win 11 games. No um, chance. There's no chance because that, for me, still, that is the best division of football. Um, and, and even though the Seahawks are going to be dog shit, they're still going to win plenty. They're going to still split with some of those teams. So, but what, minus 150 over 17 weeks, for me personally, I just can't make that type of investment that's going to make it rewarding over that type of time. Because I also don't have that type of money to, <laughs> to, to put in. Um, <laughs> no, I totally hear you there. I, I, I just thought it was wild, right? Like, so, so scrap the gambling away from it. Obviously, Vegas is liking San Francisco way more than we are. Like, I haven't been this far. Like, me and Vegas haven't been this far off on a team in a while. Um, I just thought that was wild. That that crazy stood out to me. Ten and a half. Yeah, I'm 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 right with you. Um, for, for those of you that uh, have a little more uh, pocket cash than us, I would I, I, I would I'd split something with you. Yeah, um, for for a percentage, of course. <laughs> so but, let's let's but, but, but take the under. Take the under. So, so let's stick in that division. We love the Rams. Um, or at least I think you like the Rams. I love the Rams going into this year. I love Matt Stafford. I I. I think McVeigh is the genius everybody says he is. With that extra game, again, guys, got to remember, they're playing 17 games this year. Their over-under is at 10.5. I definitely think the Rams are an 11, 11 or 12-win team. What do you think? Um, so here's what I do think. I think that the extra game is going to constru- construe a lot of things. Um, I also think that that is, without a question, without a shadow of doubt in my mind, the best division in football. So um, I, I think it's fair to split, um, you know, like like as a whole sense, I think it's very fair to split the division game. So, so everyone goes three and three in that division, um, you know, with, with what, uh, 13 games left to play, 14 games left to play. Um, let me pull them up. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just think there's no way the Rams go ten and seven. I mean, I think eleven and six would be a bad year. You know, I think twelve and five is in t- is probably the most likely for the Rams. Um, they didn't have a great draft 
Just because they didn't have a lot of assets. They, they, and, they, they, they didn't have to. No. Um, yeah, McVeigh has clearly stated that the draft does not matter. Um, yeah. So, all right, all right. so, so non division games. Um, I think that we can see two, three, four, five, six. I, I, I could absolutely see them going ten and seven, nine and eight. Really? So yeah. you're you're all over that then, man. I I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree. So there. so 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 for their non division games, and and this is just based on just splitting with everyone. You know whether it's zero and two, two and zero, however. So so we'll 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 just say like between their six division games, um, they're gonna go three and three. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, it, you know, as far as everyone goes. So so for the Rams, their road games, Packers. And that's without pending. without without Aaron Rodgers, and, so that's and, a win. Yeah, yes, pending there. Vikings, uh, though they will win in Texans. Then they have the Colts and Giants. Um, I think they'll they, win both those. Uh, I, th- I, th- I think it'll be a coin flip in the Colts game. I, I, I still have the Colts at home versus the Rams. Um, I, I do love most of the Rams away games, which will, will actually it'll be the Bears, Lions, Jags, Titans, Bucks. So I think I think it's they lose be- against the Bucks. The Bucks kicked their. Oh wait, wait. Who who won in that Bucks Rams game last year in Tampa? Uh, Bucks did. Yeah, didn't the Bucks kick the shit out of them? They did. Yeah, because right after they got rolled by the Bears. No, 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 no. The the Rams beat them twenty seven twenty four. November twenty third, twenty twenty. Oh, then I'm wrong then. Yeah, no, no worries. I thought the Rams beat them. Um, Yes, yes, so did I. but but not, not, nonetheless, man, I th- I think we're actually gonna be damn close to the uh, ten and seven mark. Gotcha. I, 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 th- I think a lot of teams are gonna be closer to that, you know, 12, 12 and five and under mark. Yeah. So so uh, we, we've we've talked about the Sean Watson and about him potentially missing games. Their over under is at four. Do you think the Tekken, Texans get to uh, get to four wins? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think it's solely dependent on him, and, yeah. and and I think they got two four with him, and their team is worse. So if you if you want if you want to hammer some money, I think I think it's a damn smart choice to take under four, because because yeah. if you're taking the gamble on a team that won four games with him against a team that has less talent and might not have him, I in a tougher schedule. I, th- I think it's, that's probably the proper way to uh, spend your uh, your dinner money there, your your lunch money, if you will. Exactly. All right. Last bit of gambling thing that I want to ask you, uh, since you you are the uh, the gambling guru. Week one starting quarterback. We have Fields at plus one sixty, Mac Jones at plus three hundred, and Trey Lance at plus two uh, two twenty. Um, are any of them going to see week one as the starting quarterback? Uh, I'm going to tell you it's, it's actually very unlikely for any of them. I, you can absolutely wipe out two of the three. I can tell you that for sure. Mac Jones and Trey Lance are absolutely gone. So as far as value goes, you don't take uh, Justin Fields at plus 160. Um, you know, like as far as that goes, he, he has to be closer to the like 350 to one. Um, three, three and a half to one. So, and, and I honestly, I do not think he he'll start day one. Um, he should, but I think it's going to come down to uh, some early games, and then people are going to be bitching for him to get there. 
Um, I think Mac Jones is going to be kind of in a similar boat, but I think he might be more like week 12, week 13. Um, yeah. Trey Lance, unless Jimmy Garoppolo does something uh, like like un- uncharacteristic, there's no chance Trey Lance starts this year. He won't he he won't play this year unless unless they're blowing teams out. So so here's here's my thought. Here's here's Brandon's hot take. I think the 49ers trade Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance is the starter. Um, out of out of any of them, again, I don't think plus two twenty is worth the value. So I'm not making that bet. Um, but I do think Trey Lance is week one starter for the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I think they want to convince themselves that they moved up to get a date to get an instant starter. Um, and I think they want just Garoppolo out of there. Um, so that Trey Lance can Trey Lance, they can give him the, the reins and give him the confidence that nobody's looking over his shoulder. So, um, betting wise, not taking it. Cause like you said, the value is just not there. Um, but I do think Trey Lance is week one, week one starting quarterback. Um, well, that was a, that's a bold take, and, and you're very bold and wrong. <laughs> All right, last thing I want to cover here before we get uh, for before we get out of here, it's never too early to start looking at the 2022 draft, um, and there there are some quarterbacks. Um, you got Spencer Rattler, you got Sam Howell. Um, there was a third one. You got JT Daniels. Um, so out of those three guys. Um, who do you like the best uh, going in going into next year, and and who's uh, who are the Texans drafting um, when Deshaun Watson is no longer their quarterback? So so J T Daniel will be quarterback four, so he will not be number three. Um, it, it's it's Kata Slovak at USC will be number three, um, who actually won the position over J T Daniel, who went to Georgia, I believe, uh, after he got his shit stole. Um, as far as I'm concerned, um, it's a th- it's even it's an even thinner draft. Um, I think this is I don't want to say further into the process, but I'm going to as far as like deep talent that I've considered and looked at. But um, you're looking at one A one B Spencer Rattler and Sam Howe, but the Houston Texans should be drafting Sam Howell. I watched him in person. Um, the fucking guy, uh, Florida State missed out, and to all my Florida State fans, you can you're gonna agree, and you're welcome. And uh, I'm not gonna apologize for uh, getting your uh, things tingling. <clears throat> um, Sam Howell is so cool, calm, and collected. Uh, he has so much poise in the pocket, man. Um, I've obviously I've only watched him live in one game and in the Orange Bowl, but no matter what the score and the time and the pressure. The guy just acted the exact same, and he is uh, I, he's, hes one of the top-tier quarterbacks that I've seen. Uh, Spencer Rattler has a good arm, but he's been uh, he's hasn't lived quite up to the expectations that I've had for the guy. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think this draft is all about Sam Howell. Um, I, I think, I think, I think, especially compared to this draft, I think this this draft isn't near as sexy. Uh, as as this upcoming draft, but I'm looking at 247 Sports. They have five quarterbacks going, um, so not too indifferent from this year, which is just wild. They they have the next Zach Wilson as Malik Harris from Liberty. Um, I I followed Liberty, but I didn't watch a single Liberty game. Um, so Malik Harris looks to be the the Zach Wilson of this year. Uh, or, 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 or Trey Lance, maybe right. 
<laughs> Who knows? So, 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 so he's quarterback five for them. Man, I, such terrible takes from them. I, I, they, they have such bad takes. Like if, <laughs> if, if, if you if anyone has actually ever like read what they've tried to like piece together, whatever they've copy and pasted from other sites, they're fucking terrible. So <laughs> don't, don't don't waste your time for the bullshit. The, On twenty four seven. That they're they're absolutely garbage and don't know. They they had, this is their job. They have more time than the rest of us that actually work for our living. Um, if if I, if I had that much time, I would copy and paste better shit than that. Well, you know what? Uh, everyone also knows I'm an I'm an IU fan. Um, Bobby Knight's favorite quote is. Uh, uh, the only thing lower uh, on the list of professions and prostitution are journalists. So, <laughs> uh, so there we go. There we have it, everyone. Um, again, some some hot takes here. I think Trey Lance is a day one starter. Uh, Marcus is calling Aaron Rodgers to Green Bay. Um, we're both on Najee Harris. Or, or yeah, yeah, sorry, Aaron Rodgers to Denver, um, and Najee Harris as offensive rookie of the year. Did I did I sum up things pretty well? Um, I, I think you're um, way better than two four seven sports. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently hand that bar is pretty low. Hand <laughs> over fist. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, well, you take it easy, everyone else. Uh, we'll be back with you next week covering uh, NFL and uh, maybe a little bit of hockey playoff preview. I know Marcus and I are gearing up uh, for some Stanley Cup playoffs, baby. Let's go, Pens. Let's go, Pens, baby. All right, see ya. <laughs>